We are live for the Townstone Financial Show, July 18th edition. It's your host, Zach Schwartz, in the studio with Jim Chereau of Loan Depot fame. Um, Townstone Financial, you can look us up at nmlsconsumeraccess.org, NMLS number 136-639. So we're going to start with something that if you've listened to our show before, you probably... I, I hope you would know the answer or else I would question sure. how well you've been listening. <laughs> um, but I think it's beyond important to talk about stuff like this because we are still getting calls about this every single day. And, um, you know, it, I, I guess it isn't the, the easiest thing to understand for people, um, but we can't stress it enough. So there you open up CNBC, you mm-hmm. know, the Financial Times, right. you turn on the news, you know, Fox Business, whatever it is, wherever you get your information from. And they're all talking when they, the, the economics or finance part comes up. Right. They're all talking about the Fed is going to lower the rate. Right. But they don't understand what that rate is. So we're getting these calls about a refinance, and you know, let's say someone calls in, they say, you know, I have a four eight seven five right now, thirty year fixed, and I quote them uh, four three seven five, no closing costs, mm-hmm. you know, four percent, pay right. about three thousand um, dollars, you know, and then they come back being like, yeah, that sounds great, but shouldn't I wait for the Fed to lower the rate? And what is the answer? The Fed doesn't lower mortgage rates. Correct. Correct. The Fed lowers their rate. So, yes, in terms of is there a correlation between those two? Absolutely. But it's like looking in a lake at your reflection, not a mirror. Exactly. Because mortgage rates for the last couple of weeks, I mean, there's been volatility, but in general... They've been dropping. I would, I'd say maybe the last month. The trend right. is that you know they've been coming down slowly and not exactly like crazy, but it's because they're building in. They're building in the Fed drop already. Correct. So it's already in the mortgage rates. Exactly. It's there already. So I, I don't know if uh, they you were know, like your stock. Like if you own a stock in Apple, and you know it's coming close to the time that Apple's going to announce their earnings. Yep. And the stock is getting better. And the earnings come out exactly what people think they were going to be. The stock is pretty much going to stay there because they've already kind of built that they in. They bake it in. They it's not it about in. a surprise. Right. It, it's, it's, it's not it's a the surprise. It's unexpected things so the that fact will change the market. That is correct. So I would tell you this. Waiting, and we get to the Fed announcement, and if they don't drop the rates. Or as much as we thought. Then I, then the mortgage then you're rates gonna be gone. Your 4. are going to be gone. will be gone. Are, are going to be higher. Right. Um, so I don't know if like I read it growing up. I don't know if it was old enough when you were, but like highlights for kids with like goofus and gallant. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So it's kind of an example I had today because I had two previous clients of mine and they both one refinanced closed in January mm-hmm. and another one purchased her house in January. Mm-hmm. And both of them above market rates. Mm-hmm. Both of them were at four, actually four eight seven five. Okay, and so they were both above market rates. I reached out to both of them, mm-hmm. asked if they were interested in saving money, and they said, "Of course I am." But what's the catch? I said, "No catch." 
Um, so to each of them, I presented the deal, you know, different loan amounts, credit, sure. you know, sure. equity in the property. Mm-hmm. Um, but borrower A, who, again, I offered dropping from 4875 to 3.99 on mm-hmm. a 30-year fix mm-hmm. at zero cost. Borrower B, she uh, smaller loan amount, a little less equity, mm-hmm. condominium, mm-hmm. but still going from 4875 to four and a half, mm-hmm. no cost there. Right. Um, and she was saving 55 bucks a month. He was saving, you know, 80 some dollars a month. I mm-hmm. mean, real money. And right. it, it was costing them nothing for, for the refinance. Right. And both of them were hesitant because the Fed's going to Fed drop, drop rates. The Fed is going to drop rates. And you know, it, it it makes me feel like I'm failing at my job when I, when because only one of the two, you know, the one going down to to three point nine nine, decided to lock in and proceed, um, and for the other one, she thought you know fifty dollars a month, um, you know, wasn't worth it to her, uh-huh. and you know, t- like to me again, it's like fifty dollars a month. It's like that's not worth it, you right. know. Give me fifty dollars a month because Every I'll month. take I'll Correct. take it. Yes. Um. You know, I, I told her. You know, I was like, over the life of the loan, this is going to be over thirty five thousand dollars in savings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just don't know if I was able to correctly convey to her that there was no mathematical downside to doing it because, because Jim, when, let's just pretend, a year from now rates are going to be lower than they are today. Right. right. Why why would you wait a year from now to start saving money? Because if you, if you can do a zero cost refinance today, mm-hmm. you do it. Right. And that's what I that the the client that decided to lock in and move forward. That's what I told him. Yeah, I, I said, hey, the Fed, yeah, they're probably going to drop the rate, but that's already baked into the mortgage rates. And if I'm wrong and rates drop further when we're done, you get to do it again. We're going to refinance you again. Right, and but it, you've already saved. Fifty dollars a month for how many months? For it, at it, least twelve, it, in your example. It's it's like banking, yeah. It's like banking your saving. You know, that's banking, over six thousand dollars. Yeah, but but it's like taking it's not, some of the it, chips. I'm sorry, six hundred, six hundred. But it's taking your chips off the table, like like pocketing these earnings, right? And then you're you're insulated. Then if the rates go go the opposite way, you know, you you're you've saved money. Right. You're better. And if rates go down further. You just refinance again, mm-hmm. and yeah, they, I, you know that this might be a conversation to have with my therapist. But it's just like it makes you know, me like the fact that I wasn't able to convince sure. her, but to to save over fifty dollars a month, like that's like a failure on 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 my part because I guess unless she's so busy and doesn't care about. Fifty dollars a well, month. How did the conversation end? What did What did she say to say no? <sighs> she wanted it, let me know when they drop further. Okay. She wanted more savings. What? Okay. What was her number? What was the number? A she, point. She wanted to a go point and rate. Yeah. So she wanted to go three from four eight seven five to three, three eight seven okay. five. And I even offered her that rate, but you know it had points. Yeah. Given her scenario, and and I said. I wouldn't even recommend that. I would recommend the zero cost. Well, she option. wants she wants a point in rate plus I, zero cost. But I cost. think she's coming from the school of like Susie Orsman. Well, yeah, where I mean, where the these like so called financial gurus 
give you these rules of like you don't, don't refinance oh, unless sure. you're dropping a point. Somebody hears that thing, right? And then they've got that stuck in their mind. It, you can't there's sometimes you can't do anything to outdo that. A lot of times that's why we hear sound bites in so many parts of our lives. Sound bites on every news channel, regardless of if it's financial or not. That's what sticks in people's And you just minds. keep the sound bite without knowing the right. rationale behind it. You know, because because I, I could make the argument, you know, don't refinance unless you're saving a point if you're going to pay X amount in closing costs, because on a refinance, if you are paying, paying closing, closing costs, costs and you've got to save a lot have, of money, you have to make sure that the new loan is better and good enough and better than your current loan by enough that it pays for itself in a reasonable amount of time. Because mm -hmm. if I give you a, you know, a 30-year loan at a 3.25 rate, but you had to pay 30 grand to get it, it's and then... It's going to take a long time you know, to recoup that. And then you recoup it in year 28. Yeah. You, you know, you're it's probably going to exactly... have sold the house or... Right, yeah. You know, that, it's it, not gonna, doesn't it doesn't work sense. that way. But on these zero-cost refinances, I don't care if you're going to sell in a year. You're, you're, you're saving the money immediately because... I mean, you paid nothing to do that's, it. That's the point. I guess in the scenario is is that you know you, you try your best to explain this in different ways because people hear different things and they understand things differently. But ultimately, that's the thing is, is $55 a month right now versus not exactly knowing. What if something does happen? What if something drastic happens to the economy and the next thing you know, before the Fed gets a chance to lower the rates, they can't anymore for whatever the economic reason. That's the point. Don't wait. Bank, bank your, your savings. And it's like the, the chips off the table analogy isn't perfect because in that theory, it's like you can't go back in all in. No. But with a refinance, you're, you're, you get it. you're locking in the savings mm -hmm. and then you're keeping open the door for future savings. And right. then if rates go up, you're still protected because you locked in a fixed rate loan. Um, so, yeah, that's 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 my uh, thank you for, for listening to me vent because, no, yeah, you got it. I mean, that's that's what I'm feeling today, because it's like right. I, I do this every single day. I see the numbers. I can save somebody, in my opinion, a lot of money, mm -hmm. you know, over a thousand dollars a year. And, you know, that's a difference that that is going to that would help somebody. It would. Of course, it gets me a commission for doing a loan. So, you know, it's a win-win. But you talk to people all the time about it doesn't make sense. So yeah, oh, that's, the, not, that's the, not the only thing. But I care I, more about sleeping is, at night well, than right, my commission. Correct, Jim. but the frustration <laughs> here is is that, that, that you definitely brought a benefit to somebody and they still expected the Fed was going to lower mortgage rates, which doesn't happen. The Fed controls the Fed funds rate, Yeah. period. And if you listen to a news of any source from anywhere and they talk about Fed, the Fed is going to lower rates, and then they stop and don't tell you what rate they lower, they haven't done you a service. They haven't explained to you what rate they're talking about because that affects more your home equity line of credit. Yep. That's the biggest rate that's affected by, to you, the consumer. The prime. The, the prime, prime rate. rate. That is how the Federal Reserve affects you when they lower or raise their rate. But I, I, in general, though, I am not a fan. And again, this just is probably my financial conservatism in that I'm just not a fan of anything that's adjustable. Right. Understood. Um, you know, if Barry were, were here today, he loves arms. Yes. You know, Barry, mm -hmm. Barry loves, you know, get get the lower rate. 
and then you know deal with it when it's going to expire. Right. There are people um, that want to that that can do that. I'm too. And there are people that want to. I'm too anxious. Just, well, yeah, exactly. I need, I need to have it set. Um, and that there's nothing wrong with that. It's just a difference. That's why this this borrower, like of the two borrowers, so you have you and Barry, and you have opposed positions on fixed versus arm. Yep. Then you have two borrowers, one that understood when you explained it about the Federal Reserve, and the other one didn't understand it. See, so I don't know if he understood it or not. It was like maybe he trusted me, that, that and, could be, and but the other one she okay, didn't. But and uh, I'm sure they both trusted you. It didn't feel good, though, to to be in that position when it's like, it, 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 I, I, again, not being a parent, maybe yeah. maybe this isn't a good analogy, but maybe it is. Like feeling like a parent where it's like you know – you know that w- what your kids should or shouldn't do but like you can't you can't force them on certain things and like they have to make their own mistake right you know what one of the most important things my parents ever told me what was that everybody has to figure out their own way in life you can give all the opinions and all the advice that you possibly can but somebody's going to choose to be wise because they see the wisdom or they're forced into the wisdom people have to figure out life on their own no matter what you do. So, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. And, 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 you know, you don't know. Maybe talking to that borrower today is a different perspective. Maybe there were so many things going on in that borrower that they couldn't grasp what you were saying. It doesn't mean you did your job wrong. Right. Well, so, uh, thank you. That, 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 makes me, that makes me feel right. better because... It's timing because, sometimes. Because, you know, if I were, uh, you know, a movie critic or, or an art critic or something like that, then then you know and it was like all right we're jim we're going down our list of top 10 movies of the year like our list would be different right and one of us wouldn't be right or wrong because it's a matter of opinion but when it comes to comparing loans correct that's why you know i i i wasn't pulling out my hair but uh (laughs) it was very close to it because it's like i'm looking at the numbers i see what i'm gonna do for her is better than what she has today. It's going to like $50 a month is that's a dinner out. That is a, a you know a, a date night with for a, with with a movie and and popcorn even, mm-hmm. you know, it's expensive to go to the movies. Sure. But it's $600 a year. And $600 a year could do something. Right. And that was just, but that was the cash flow savings because the other piece was it was like PMI and the, you know, the lower rate was going to have it drop off earlier. Okay. So that's yeah. why, you know, when you averaged it over 30 years, her, her savings bigger. were about $1,000 every year. Mm-hmm. Um, you okay. know, of course, more savings the later in the loan, the loan we got. Goes, but still. But yeah. So, you know, that one. I, I told her, you know, I sent her one last email today. You know, I'm not going to bug you anymore. Here are the numbers. Here's how much total you'll save. Here's how much monthly you're going to save. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, and, and I wrote, you know, I, one of the last lines in the email was, I just want to make sure that the only reason you are not proceeding is is of convenience. Because I understand that, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, if I if I called you if to refinance, Jim, I can save you, you know, five cents a month, mm-hmm. like mathematically beneficial. Good. Right. But you're going to say, you know what? That's not my t- that's not worth my time. Right. Or, you know, yep. it's like one grocery store is slightly cheaper milk, but it's you know, you have to sit, you know, another 20 minutes in traffic. Right. You're going to go to just the corner store and pay that's a little right. extra. 
for the convenience. The convenience so, factor. So yeah. I wrote her. I said, I, I, I just want to make sure the only reason you're not doing this is because of convenience and not because of anything, you know, with the numbers, because this is a mathematically better loan. And we'll see, you know, if yeah. she even replies to me or not. Right. But um, I just, there's no easier way. That, there, there's n- if, if you're in a mortgage right now that is at an above market rate, there is no easier way to save money. Like, that's basically adding to your income effectively. Right. Then refinancing to a better loan because, like, you're not going to get that same size raise, you know, this year at the job. You're not going to get, like, that amount of the amount of time you have to spend working with me on a refinance. So small. It's so easy. We're getting a ton of appraisal waivers, so you don't have to be home for an appraiser to come through the house. Mm-hmm. The the documents you can sign from your phone. Um, you, you you can link your your bank statements and pay stubs electronically, so you don't even. And if you don't want to do that, you just download them. Like you you could literally sit on your couch and do the refinance, and and then save money. And there's just I don't think. Maybe other than winning the lottery, which is, you know, a matter of luck. Yeah. There's no easier way to make money no. than, than a, ref, a mortgage right. refinance. That's Correct. A, that's the biggest debt you owe. Mm-hmm. That is. And that so that's going to have the largest impact when we can drop that, that rate for you. That's correct. Ah, man. I know. But hey, you, you know what? Again, people see things differently and it may take a little while. And maybe it's just a, it's, it's, a, it's a slow process. And um, it could come back to you. So yeah, don't take it too too to heart. Yeah, you know, and the the other thing we were talking a little bit before the show. This is more about just you know real estate market in general. Um, you know where so there are tons of refinances. I am noticing uh, the the purchase is slowing down though yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Are are you seeing that? Yeah. on your side definitely, too. Definitely yes. I mean, it, you know what it is. It's 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 definitely heavy in the vacation season. And I do see that typically third week of um, July, and then it picks back up. He's like a mortgage almanac. Well, I've been doing it for a long time, and I do look at trends. I've always been a trend kind of person. I, I believe you. that you know words don't mean much, um, pat- or, or, um, and then actions don't mean as much as people think, but patterns mean a lot. So, like, I have this one client. Maybe you you can give the the explanation for this, but she's been listing her house, you know, to sell since April mm-hmm. or whatnot, and then you know found a house this weekend she wanted to buy, um, made a contingent offer, and she had an offer into her house, but then that ended up falling through, so they didn't accept her offer. So next day she took her house off the market. She says, "I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna relist come spring." Because because supposedly listing in spring is going to be better. Well, that's like, what people well, generally believe. There's more competition in spring. But um, it, I, I would if I was if I was, you know, I, this is a hard thing. But but if, if you're buying and selling, isn't it kind of like you'll get both sides of whatever coin that is. So like if in spring, yeah, homes sell for higher prices in spring, right. You'll sell for more, but, but you'll have to buy, you'll for have more. to buy for more. Yes, that is and, correct. And if homes sell for less in December, you'll be able to buy less for less in December. So it like wouldn't matter. I, I, yeah, I don't know that you're going to get, but at the same right. time, like, I don't know. I didn't do the statistical analysis. I can't imagine the season should have 
you know, a real impact. Like the the you house know, should be worth what it's worth. Right. Correct. I mean, that is that is correct. Like on days it's raining, is it going to get lo- lower offers than on a sunny and seventy five? Yeah, I don't think it's going to get lower offers. You may have lower traffic if you have an open house. That, that that's my opinion. Um, you know what happens is is that people look at these the spring market, the spring market, the spring market. Well, we hear a lot about that because it's easy to talk about. Everybody gets the concept. When you have to go a little bit deeper and do a little bit more an- analysis into the situation, you lose people. You lose people that don't want to do that. It's just what it is. You know, we talked a little bit. Uh, you know, talked a little bit about the fact that you know, hey, believe it or not, you know, back to school, people have to think about that. So your client, does she live in a in an area where there's good schools. If that's the case, you know, I might leave my house on the market because there could be people that are, are scrambling to, scrambling get, in to get into that and find a house. I mean, I've, I've had situations where um, I've, I've, I've had people say, look, I know the contract says, you know, such and such date to close, but is there any way we can move it up? Because the, the you know, the wife the went in to register re- register the kids to school and they she needed proof that that was she was in district. I've heard those stories a few times. And what I've noticed, again, is it slows down around July and it will pick back up and there'll be a frenzy, a frenzy of people needing to get the houses closed for school to start. Speaking of frenzies, I want to I want to gripe about something that uh and again, we work with them and we accommodate because we want to help everybody. But, you know, the, the type of borrower that, you know, you talk to and you say, let's get pre-qualified mm-hmm. and you follow up and, you don't know, radio silence, you right. know, after yep. that initial conversation. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, <laughs> on a Saturday, like 730. Hey, I found a house. You know, found a house, need a pre-approval letter. And you're, and like, you're like, all we did was talk. You never got me anything I asked for. Right. And then, I have no idea. And I was like, here's what I sent you four months ago to, to send back with a copy of your ID. And and they sent it back. And they, you know, it's like, I need the pre-approval tonight. And it's like, well, it's Saturday night. I'm out at a show right yeah. now. Like, I'm emailing, but I, I have to get to my computer. Right. Um. You know, worst case, I got it on Sunday. But it's like... And I hope that didn't, you know, impact. It shouldn't have impacted the offer because no, I said, you know, not. put in the contract tonight and say the prequal letter's coming tomorrow. Um, right. But it, it's just crazy. This, this, uh, I, I think it must have to be like the internet culture of like you can go on Amazon and get something, you know, delivered same day sometimes. Right. Yes. It's like people expect um, immediacy and right. instantness. Whereas, like, he was lucky that he was pre-qualified right out of the gate. Because sometimes, you know, there's somebody that they think they're all perfect, mm-hmm. but I run credit and I'm like, oh, did you know you have a, a $1,200 collection from, you know, medical collection agency Inc.? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, I didn't know about that. Like, well, that's got to that's gotta get taken care of before, uh, you know, you close on the loan. And, or that's making you ineligible today. Mm-hmm. Or... Or did you know you have a fraud alert or your credit is frozen? And these are all these things that can take time to get fixed. Mm -hmm. And if you're expecting to close in 30 days, which is what we are doing on our purchases, you got to help. You you have to make sure you're pre-qualified. And and it's not about 
Because if you come in w- with a 30-day closing, but you've got credit issues, mm-hmm. we're not getting that fixed in 30 days. Correct, correct. Um, yes. So there's no time too early to pre-qualify. Um, spoke to a guy last night, you know, didn't think he had the best credit and, you know, wanted me to tell him if he'd be eligible or not without running his credit. And I was like, sorry, sir. Like, it doesn't work. I, I, I can't do that right. because it's all about running it through the computer system. And yeah, when I, when I pull and I, I put it all together before I run, like I might have an idea in my head whether it's going to be eligible or but not. But there's always surprises. I mean, exactly. There's all, I mean, I'm sure you've had yes, those files where it's like, this is go- this is golden. This will go through. You click, and it's like ineligible. Right. You're like, what? Why is this not eligible? Exactly. And, you, you know, and, it, and it, the, history the, tells you. Whereas on the opposite, I've had other ones where I'm like, yeah, this, yeah, this, this, this is you know, FHA it, right. is not taking this one. And, and I then, click. bam, it does. Oh, it's approved. Right. There's, you know, the point is, is that we try to help as many people as we can. Um, But with computers, there is a standard that just gets developed and it just is what it is. And when you're outside those standards, there's still options. But now there's other factors. So if you're, you know, if your your total debt that you have to pay to your income is 43 percent and maybe the computer says, ah, you know what, I need a set of human eyes to look at this. Right. You should be okay. Well, if you're over 43, you can still get a loan, but we're going to ask you for a few more items. But we're going to help you. And some people get upset with that. Um, you know, speaking of, of like what you were just speaking of, I've even had loan officers that I've worked with that have sent me in, um, you know, an appraisal, and it looks great. Right. And then the condo questionnaire comes in because it's, it's a 5% down, so we have to get a questionnaire. Right. And then what happens is that, that the association fills it out, and it has much more accurate information. Than what the appraiser had. Than what had the put. appraiser had. So we said, okay, hey, no problem, no big deal. It seems as though there are seven or eight more investment properties than what the... So we just asked for the appraiser to make the correction. We added it as a funding condition, not as an approval, because it's an easy fix. Right. And the under, and, and the loan officer was like... Livid. What? Livid. That's beyond. You're the, adding conditions. That's you, that's, you know. I mean, that, like, that's like, ridiculous. Well, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, mean, I thought you were like doing them a solid by making it a yes. funding condition. Yes. I'm underwriting. Like, right. well, it gets it's a, a good little, thing I'm a loan officer. It, if I yes. was an underwriter, <laughs> they'd call me like yeah. Mister Deny. No, it, because because like I, I as an underwriter, I would want the corrected appraisal you know what? It's prior to closing. Data and te- so. When when we went through the mortgage meltdown, right? Uh, the big the biggest the reason that there's so much compliance and so much paperwork now is because the data that we that they were looking at was just a mess. So the very first thing after the CFPB was established was something called data integrity. Right. Everything had to be perfect, mm-hmm. and it's it's we now are not so crazy. So if you run your your automated system and you run it at a five percent rate. And everything else is accurate, and then you drop the rate to four and a half. You don't need to rerun it and get it approved because right. you've actually you better know it's going to be an improvement. But if it goes up an eighth, you have to you because have to you never know it. what the system's going to do. To. And sometimes if you got that appraisal waiver and it goes up an eighth, I've seen it go other ways. Oh, you've now you need an appraisal. appraisal Correct. Yep. So there are lots of different things that I don't think the average borrower completely understands. Right. It's of course, a, you know that. You've had those right. conversations, but I've found that there's loan officers that either don't understand it or honestly just don't want to be bothered. 
yeah. and would rather try and argue with you so that you try to get a condition waived. I don't, I don't like to play that game because it just creates animosity. And when, you, when, a, when a loan officer needs a favor down the road and somebody remembers that they keep arguing over little conditions, it's just human nature. They're not going to get that, that little bit of help. So, right. You know, and, and there's enough information in our business to be able to explain to borrowers what's needed. And you as a loan officer, you personally, I know that you do such a great job of understanding. You've even impressed me because you've already seen guidelines. You said, Jim, I think you guys can do this based upon what I'm researching. Most people don't do that. Well, Most yeah, people say, hey, can you do this? I mean, it's because it, it's about valuing other people's bringing, time. Well, it's bringing value to every, every, every relationship that you have. Well, you're right. It's like we here at Townstone, we value oh. our clients' time, but it's like, yeah, Jim, like you're you're our account rep in effect. Mm -hmm. Like you, you know, we're your clients, but at the same time, I don't want to call you and waste your time asking questions on something I could have figured out already. Right. So it's like I'm going to exhaust my own resources, and then and then if I'm still not just fully sure. sure, which right. I wasn't, right. just, well, just because again, it was, it was like a it was the first one yeah, that was in I that just category. Called, right. I want to confirm: is am I There's am no I reading this correctly? Yes. Which, if I just called you and gave you this scenario. We're both on the phone a lot longer. You have right. to bring up the guidelines, find right. what section now applies. Copy and paste it, send it over it's, to you. Right, right. exactly. Um, no, but I mean that, that's, that's the thing that when you work with Townstone and Zach, you're going to get people that have done their research so that when they give you answers, you can bank on those. And if I don't know the answer, I he'll tell find, you, he'll figure it out. I tell you, I don't know, and I'm gonna get back to you with the answer. That's right. That's all um, you can do. Versus the other school of thought is like, give an answer no matter what, and, and, then, and the more confident you sound giving it, right. the uh, the more right you are. That's right. Um, and you know that, that some loan officers get business out of that, um, and then they just figure, hey, you know what? If I if I you know if I do wrong on ten percent, then I'm still ahead. But I, I mean, I, I couldn't. I, lot, I don't I mean, want that reputation. A, a, a lot of people do. I it. work hard it, to make sure that people can. You know, people are going to say that, but that there's no proof to it. And most people say, no, I don't believe that. I mean, I think part of it is also you can look at at their histories, like may, those. Those that that style of loan officer has mm -hmm. probably been at a variety of, 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 of mortgage companies. Absolutely, and yep. you know Barry founded and owner of Townstone Financial. I will never work for a different mortgage company. You know, I'd rather leave the industry mm -hmm. than you yeah. know not not work in this environment where you know we're encouraged to do right by the client versus right by you arbitrary numbers right. or, or you or know like have to make because so like, much per loan right yeah. and i know some like other loan officers oh, they yeah. have to have a certain amount i've of, talked to many of them of oh i can't do it for a that. month yeah and then you know just to get that last deal you know they maybe put somebody into you know a loan an unnecessary loan that doesn't right. necessarily benefit the client and Instead of maybe even just waiting for that client to give them a little bit extra because it makes sense for them long term. Like perfect example is I have a, a client. I helped them buy their house two years ago with VA financing. Mm -hmm. They had a rate, fine rate, mid fours. Mm -hmm. But now we could do a, a streamline down to the high threes, mid threes, actually. Mm -hmm. 3.49. Nice. VA loan rates lower yeah, than everybody else. Uh, than everybody yeah. else Which but the way it should be. They also sacrificed uh, for all of our freedoms. So right. exactly. It's a benefit they've earned. So but those VA loans are great. But so so we're in the middle of that. That's going excellent. But they have a, a rental investment property. And she's like, 
Zach, is, is is this worth refinancing? And for is it worth for Zach to re for the, for the refinance? Absolutely, because mm-hmm. you know I make money for closing loans, not for not closing loans. But I said maybe send me your mortgage statement, and she sent it to me. She says, "Oh, this loan it was it was modified um, a few years ago, so now it's on a forty year." Mm-hmm. Uh, amortization schedule at 4% fixed, um, owed under $100,000, rental, condo. Right, right. And yeah. there's nothing to be done with that. There's no, no benefit to the borrower. the borrower. So that's what I told her. And, you know, one, she was really surprised. Right. Um, that, that wait, what? what? You're like uh, someone trying to, you know, that's supposed to sell me something right. is instead telling me not to do not it. to do it, yeah. Um, but... She was really appreciative because, you know, I, I guess, you, you know, in these other high sales pressure environments, they're going to find a way to try and sell that to right. you. And like and if you're if you're savvy and smart enough, you won't fall for it. You know, like you walk into the store and it's like 50 percent off sale. But, you you know, but the price was doubled right before right. the sale the or before. something yeah. like that. Right. You know, don't fall for it. Mm hmm. We're not doing. There's no tricks, no. you know. It's pretty easy to see. I mean, yeah. from somebody who knows what they're doing, it's pretty easy to see. Yep. Yeah. So, um, again, go to townstone.com, fill out that free consultation. Let's refinance you, get you saving money. Don't wait for the Fed because they don't we, control mortgage rates, only their we, internal rates. And let's pretend the rates do drop. You refinance today, get that lower rate, bank that money. We'll refinance you again with the lower rates when that happens, if that happens. Save for now, but because that's you the don't reason. Know that, that there's no if. guarantee that tomorrow is going to really be that way. We it, don't know what's going to happen. Right, rates could uh, could go up. They could, uh, like because right now again, the the Fed rate cut is baked into the mortgage rates. It's already so there. If the Fed doesn't, then there's going to be a problem. The rates are going to go up. I, right. I hope not skyrocket. But it'll be a surprise. But yeah, don't wait for the Fed. Don't wait for the Fed. Can't stress it enough. I almost guarantee you, like the next phone call I get after recording this, someone's gonna ask me that. Don't you think the Fed's gonna lower rates? And it's like, yeah, they probably will, but it's not gonna impact the mortgages. I, I need maybe I need to like just like record that into a a mic, you know, yes, something, right, and just and like just play put it. that up on right. the phone and correct, and, you know. That's lost right. my teeth. Yeah. While I mean, basically, you know, the mortgage the mortgage market has already counted their chickens before they've hatched. Yeah, that's the best way to put it. They've already figured out that the Fed's going to do it, so they're like, okay, let's but, just do it now. But they, but uh, that's how everything works. That's yes, how stocks is. work. It is, if, it is if, right. If, if, if they always say that the stock market is six is thinking six months down the road, and so and so that's that's what the mortgage rates did was the last few months. The reason that they've gotten lower. Was there was no tremendous economic news? I mean, yeah, there was blustering on certain things, but the Fed saying that they were going to be lowering rates in the future is what, like, yeah, great, this is awesome, let's do it now, and take the benefit. Right. So, and again, when we're talking most mortgages, we're talking thirty-year money. Right. Thirty years. So you know, the Fed again is overnight. Yes. Not a not the best comparison. Nope. But. Go to townstone.com, free consultation, help you with the purchase, first-time buyers, second-time buyers, hundredth-time buyers, mm-hmm. everybody, um, and then refinancing. You just want straight answers, and you you, you know don't want to be tricked. Um, like, again, it's just math. 
we're going to either save you money or tell you to not do anything. Right. So um, it's already Thursday. Stay cool out there. I've been getting those uh, alerts. Those like heat advisory today. It had, I mean, it's been a little it's been chilly weird. out yeah, a little it's bit. It's been very strange today. Um, I didn't know we were supposed to get all this rain. Oh my god, that rain this oh. morning. The streets, I, so <laughs> the, 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 the the sides of the streets are just flooded, like the big puddles. So I got a bad joke. Uh, walking in with with the pouring rain, I'm walking through the parking lot, and there was one car that the sunroof was open no as way. it was like pouring rain. So I snapped a picture and, and texted it to a few friends, and I was like, not a sunroof. It's a rain roof. <laughs> All right. Leave you at that for the, for the week. Close your rain roof. 